Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast. For more, go to munsterrugby.ie or subscribe to Munster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes. Hello and welcome to this month's episode of the Crooked Feed podcast. Our special guest this month is young Munster star Fanine Witcherly and he spoke to us about his rugby career to date. Nearly two years on from your debut as an academy player away to Cardiff Blues, can you remember much about that um, that experience? Uh, I do a small bit, yeah, because um, the week before I was in with the Six Nations, uh, we'd done the 20s at the time, um, and the week before that I was on the bench against the Scarlets, um, but I didn't come on, it was in Tone Park, we got... We got we got a good beat in that that week, and then the week after, then Razzy kind of came to me during the week, and he was like, "Look, whatever way the score is, like there's a good chance you're going to be coming on for the last fifteen or twenty minutes." So I was kind of gearing myself up, and the way the game was going, like it was a very physical battle. Like so, I was kind of nervous, but excited at the same time to come on and make an impact. Um, and then I just remember everyone behind me and just giving me support all, all week. It was unbelievable. Like all the questions that you had, like any bit of doubt you had, everyone had it cleared and. You know, everyone was just encouraging you into the week. Like, so it was, it was like, it was probably one of the best experiences from coming off the bench and actually making a good impact. Because I felt that, like, you know, everyone around you kind of just drove you on. Like, it was just, it was, it was easy to make an impact. And as an academy player coming in, playing with the senior lads, who a lot of whom you would have been watching from the terraces, I suppose, when you were a supporter before you joined the academy, it must be almost a bit surreal playing alongside them and training with them. Uh, yeah, at the time it was it was. It was actually pretty nuts. Sorry, right? there was there was times there where you think, geez, you have to nearly pinch yourself. Like you're there playing with with Peter Manning and CJ and those kind of fellas that you'd be watching when you were younger and Murray and trying to learn from them as, as much as you could was was unbelievable. And then I was so lucky when I came out of school. There was a couple of injuries. Uh, I remember Jake got injured um, when I first year out of school, so I was literally just thrown in very young. And Razzy was well well able to give lads a chance. Like so, I just I got opportunities. And what's your preferred position? Prefer position. Uh, it's it's a difficult one. I I like I like six. Just the way that you're a wider, you can you can uh, you can read the game more. It's <clears throat> and line of work is a lot a lot better. But uh, probably to get get more action in the ball, yeah, like four or five is probably more uh, more physical side of things. Yeah. So uh, when did you first start playing rugby? First started as geez, I'd say six years of age. Uh, my dad and a couple of his buddies. Eugene McCarthy, Philip Walters, they kind of set up the underage when we were younger because when I was growing up there was no underage in Bantry, it was just the, the senior team um, and then there was, it was starting on six, uh, under 18s, they were starting on the 20s team but there was no like underage, under 6s, under 8s, uh, so they decided to come together and, and make their own little team. And so was your dad a big rugby man? Yeah, dad, he was kind of the main reason, he was the main driver of us all, like I think I got four other brothers and I got two sisters and every one of us have played at some stage and uh, luckily enough myself and Josh and Letitia has, has played with Munster. Um, so yeah, we've all, got a, we've all got a good run at it. It's it's very nice as well to have your brother now uh, joining the, the academy. It must be very interesting, you know, coming in to work as a professional rugby player and your brother is alongside you as well. Yeah, Josh is starting to get a few trainings on the seniors as well. Like We actually live together. Um, we're living in, in Castroy together, but... Uh, yeah, he's going well. He's really enjoying his African picks recently for the under-20s. Um, so he's looking forward to that. And uh, he's going very well, in fairness. Yeah. 
and the whole West Cork Mafia. I know, there's a few of us in here now at the stage, yeah. uh, the two Coombses as well, Sweet, uh, and I suppose there's a good couple of young lads coming up as well, so I, I would imagine the next couple of years there'll even be more of us up here, which is great. Like, yeah. uh, There's a lot, of, like I was down there a couple of weeks ago, I was down to watch um, an under-10s game down in Bantry, and just the interest that's starting to come up is, is ridiculous. Like, It's great to see, because I remember when I was growing up, it was all football, all GA, and... Uh, there was a small bit of hurling, but it was it was mainly football, and it was hardly any rugby. But it's nice to see now there's there's a nice broad uh, interest in rugby down there as well. Yeah, why do you think there's uh, like <coughs> so many lads coming through like yourself, you know, into the monster team? It's it's very difficult to break through. You know, it's such a, a high standard. Yeah, I, I suppose like when they see you know even sweets playing for Ireland and and uh, you know when they see lads get a chance from West Cork, it's kind of you kind of believe in it you know, more like you don't, you don't see it too often that there be fellas from from the likes of the Manway or Skibbereen or Bantry like making it and, and when fellas do I think it kind of just spurs the young fellas on you know to, to watch other fellas play for Munster or play for Ireland it's um, it's just they're, they're closer because it's, it's just a, a small locality whereas like someone um, from Cork City or whatever it's, it's more broad whereas in the locality if there's only in Bantry now a small town if there's if there's two or three lads playing monster it just spurs people on i think spurs the young fellas on yeah from starting at bandry bay at the age of six uh how did you progress then did you progress underage yeah so uh played under sixes under eights under tens all the way up until under 15s i think and then my coach that time was eugene mccarthy and then that's when the cadets started so it would be south south cadets so it would have been like uh, Clannacilty, Skibbereen, the Manway, Bantry, um, that would have been kind of our little group. So we'd set up, we'd meet up maybe on a Thursday night, go through passing, just basic stuff. And that was kind of the start of the Munster, the Munster set up for me. Um, after that, <coughs> I went on to the under 16s Munster, and then that was around fourth year. And then I, I was starting to start to take rugby last year, so then I uh, gave up uh, GA altogether. And just wanted to really focus on on, on the rugby, um, and then when coming out of fourth year, I was on the eighteen clubs at the time. But I had um, I'd been looking at Ross Gray because my grandfather actually went there, so my dad we went off to meet the school and stuff like that. And, and the decision was that if I'd played the under eighteen clubs with the interpros, that I wouldn't be allowed to play the under six or the senior cup uh, in fifth year. So I decided to go to to Ross Gray and play the cup. I was lucky enough then in, in fifth year we won it and in sixth year we got to the final where we got beat. Um, after that then I played my first day game in sixth year, near the end of sixth year and got the academy contract coming out of school and I've been in Limerick ever since. It must have been a huge commitment moving to uh, Ross Cray. How far is it from Bantry and, and were you boarding? I was boarding, yeah, we, we board three weeks and then you go home for a weekend and that's the kind of cycle it goes. It's it was fine. It was it was a bit tough for the first say six months. I thought I found it tough, just because I'd be a close knit family and we'd always be at home or whatever. So like, being away for three weeks, it was a long time to get home. And you know, we'd be home for by the time I got home on a Friday evening, it might be late Friday evening, and you'd have Saturday, Sunday, and you'd be planning to get back up then Sunday night to go to school on Monday. Yeah. So like, you'd only had about a day and a half, maybe two days at home, like which was difficult uh, for the first six or seven months. But then. Uh, especially in sixth year, I thought I found it a lot easier just to you could put the head down and concentrate on rugby. And did you get much more training in when you were in in school? Yeah, I think that was the like that was the big thing for me. I felt that inventory even um, under 18s uh, back then there was there was just still 
the numbers were too small to really get a good session in or, or like to do any extras or to, to improve as a player it was difficult it was only five or six numbers the interest still wasn't there when I was growing up like so I felt that when I went to Rascare it was like 30 fellas after training and that was it was unusual for me to see so many fellas so interested in the sport it was just literally rugby driven or else it was hurling and it was mainly fellas played both but when it was when it was rugby sessions you could really improve as a player because you could you see other fellas driving driving it on and, and you could like learn off them rather than five or six people at a training session it was difficult to actually really push on in there that's the reason I kind of went there and winning the Leinster School Senior Cup then in your first year yeah but people don't really like it when I say Leinster Senior Cup it's just I just didn't get a chance to go to any Munster school at the time and it was, it was it's a different cup it, it's it's I wouldn't heard mu- I wouldn't have heard much about it until I actually went and and played in it um it's a nice learning curve I think you you grow up very quick it's literally knockout rugby from from the get-go and I think fellas learn a lot of uh a lot of tough things about rugby early on you know the tough losses and and you have to to win out games but I was very lucky to win it so we had such a good team in, in fifth year like literally I think I'd say everyone in our whole squad had played with some sort of intro either was Connacht or there was myself and Alan Tynan with Munster uh, and Dylan Murphy another fellow from from Castown Bear and I'd say everyone else had played for Leinster or, like there was there was always that kind of interpro connection as well so we had that experience to win the games and did I see a photo after with a few lads with a Munster flag the Munster invasion yeah that wasn't taken well at all but yeah it was it was uh there was a couple of lads there in the stand that brought it along it was it was quite funny in fairness, I actually got a few laughs after. <laughs> Along with the rugby, you're, you're studying in UL, um, economics and sociology. Yeah, I'm trying to get through it. I've, this, it's my third year now, but I've, I've split my years, so I've, for second year, um, I just split my modules because my results just weren't good enough in first year and I wanted to try to do better. So uh, to have more time here and, and to more time to actually get my studies done, I've just split my year, so it's just going to take me an extra year or two to get it done. But yeah, it's, that's not too bad. Like, I'm trying my best at it. And how did you find your time in the academy? I really enjoyed it. I learned so much. The likes of Colin Mack, uh, Peter Malone, Craig, just on the skills and stuff. When I came back from injury, I felt that like you, you learn a lot about your character as well. Because I, when I when I picked up that uh, injury near the end of last year, um, from February, I was out for about about ten weeks. And I learned a lot about myself and how much I can improve. And it was a lower body injury, and I just focused on putting on as much size as I could, knowing I was going to my development contract next year. I just wanted to make the biggest impact that I could come in this year. I knew that I wasn't as big as the likes of JK or or Daz or any of these fellas. They were a lot bigger upper body and I wanted to just, like, I could match them and try to compete as best I could with them. I needed to put on some size and that was my main focus as soon as I got injured. And I think in the academy, the likes of Damo and, and, and Shane Malone and uh, Mark Beggs at the time was my physio. They just, they, they drove all the recovery and really, really helped uh, me mentally and both physically to get me back as quick as they could. Um, but yeah, and as a whole, I think you can learn so much about yourself and, and you can learn like small little things. I remember uh, when Paul was in about the big rocks and doing little extras. There's so much time as an academy player when you don't have the pressures of selection, really. You just, you're focused on yourself, you're focused on but improving. And you've like these little windows before and after sessions, I think that you can really hammer home um, the important parts of your game. Like, so I just, my main focus a lot of the time was just line outs. Um, and I, I got a massive help from Mac and and, uh, 
and Peter Malone on that, like just for the under twenties, and then coming in next year, it was it was me being technically good in the lineup to make sure that that wouldn't be a thing that was going to hold me back. As an academy player, winning academy player of the year, that must have been a nice feeling. Yeah, it was uh, definitely unexpected. I think there was, I think it was myself, Calv, and uh, Liam O'Connor at the time. I think we were the three nominees, but. I, just the the level of talent you would never expect to be to be getting that kind of award and uh, it was it was a pretty special moment for me and my family and just the hard work I think the couple of weeks when I was injured I got a real opportunity to work closely with Damo and I just and uh, Damo and and Mark Beggs and try to get myself back fit and I think that was just probably my dedication to the whole thing I just really worked hard to get back and I think that was one of the main reasons I got it but yeah I think when you look back on the trophy I remember reading it on the way home and I was thinking Jesus like. Jack O'Donoghue, Tommy O'Donnell, Billy was on it, uh, Pete, Conor Murray. There was like, you know, a lot of big names that you'd be like, you'd always be like, geez, it's 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 nice to be next to those kind of names, especially on a trophy like that. Um, but yeah, I was, I was delighted to get it. How did you find playing all Ireland League Rugby as well? I played a few games with the Cookies, yeah, in Munster. I, I didn't play much, you know, I, I enjoyed it. The occasions against Gary Owen, I was lucky enough to play three games uh, against Gary Owen. And they're always massive derbies. In fairness, they they were just. Um, I think that was my first day out game actually, when I was in. Uh, I was coming back from injury and I played against Gary Owen, uh, in um, in Greenfields. And I thought <coughs> I didn't realise um, out in Tom Clifford Park. I didn't realise the crowd that would be there. You know, and it was a Friday night. I was a bit dazzled at the whole thing. You know, it was, but it was it was very good. Yeah, in fairness, it's it's a good competition. I, I think it doesn't get as much credit as they should. I think the they're massive competitions and they actually really set you up well for the Pro 14 I felt that there wasn't a massive dip in, in physicality if you go back to play against a team like Con they're just as physical as any other Pro 14 team And you enjoy playing with Monster Ray as well in the BNI Cup and the Celtic uh, Cup Yeah I was introduced early I, I remember I was in sixth year and I came off my first game I remember I think it was Sean O'Connor and Sean McCarthy were starting in the second round I remember Mick O'Driscoll was actually the forwards coach at the time and he gave me this sheet of line of calls when I came up um, the morning of the game and he was like oh look you're going to have to go through them and just learn them off look you'll probably get about 20 minutes near the end and there might be four or five lineups you'll be fine and I was grand and I kind of just took it at that and then I think it was about 12 or 12 or 15 minutes in Sean McCarthy made a break and hurt his knee Literally, I remember him looking at me and he was thinking, I wasn't sure. I was like, he surely isn't going to bring me on here <laughs> this early on, like just as a young fella. And he was like, look, you're straight in or whatever. And Sean, he would have called the lineups and he, he actually called a lot of easy ones in fairness. So he, he kept me, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. That was, that was my first intro introduction to it. And then um, last year, sorry, first year of um, school, I played a good bit. Um, we won the BNI then my first year of school and I was lucky enough to be on the bench for that because uh, John Mads got in, uh, sick I think the night before it um, and then we got to play the Celtic Cup this year which is very good I thought it was a very good competition I was lucky enough to captain, captain for one of the games you weren't making the team for the Pro 14 it was a nice it was a good competition just to get a bit of game time Yeah what was it like being selected as captain? It was my first time actually captaining any Munster team yeah so it was, it was special like in fairness there was there was a lot of young lads and, and you try to be the best leader you can but I, I wouldn't be great with the words but I normally just try to lead by actions really. I, I really enjoyed it, yeah. A few weeks ago playing against Leinster, how did you find that whole um, occasion? Yeah, Leinster at home, I think you, you grew up dreaming of playing and I've, I've watched so many of them from home and I've watched so many of them in Tom and Park with all my with all my brothers and dad um, and we you'd, like, you'd, just, you'd be waiting for that time that you'd actually get a chance and I remember during the week, I kind of had the feeling that I, I, it was before we went off for Christmas and 
I wasn't sure was it going to be me or Pete or, or what was the story and, and then I think Pete had to be rested so I was lucky enough to get a chance then so all, like my whole focus all, all Christmas then was just literally just thinking about that I was just waiting for my moment and waiting for my chance at it um, and it was my first time ever playing in, in, a, in a home derby in, in Tone Park and I sold out Tone Park is it's it's uh, it's pretty memorable I think the most memorable part of it I think was when Earlsy scored that last intercept try and <clears throat> you're just jogging back and you're so tired there's about five or six minutes left and just the whole crowd is is just in behind you it's it's a pretty special feeling and there's a photo another photo actually um, and you I think you made a, a hit on, on Johnny Sexton just after he, he got a pass away and there's a bit of an altercation was there a bit of crack afterwards about that yeah we had a bit of a laugh look it, it was it was just that we we kind of we we kind of prepped all week that we were going to really bring line speed and I think it was just I had an opportunity to to make the best shot that I could and it was it was it was more for to get me into the game rather than rather than trying to you know take anybody out or or, or get a shot in it was more to just get me into the game because I was I was nervous and it was first couple of minutes and it was just a settle of nerves and I knew then I was ready to go. Um, yeah, there was just a bit of crack after. It wasn't, it wasn't much really said, to be honest. You mentioned there ner- nerves. You you don't seem the kind of guy who'd get nervous, but kind of internally, do you, do you feel it a bit? I was a lot worse before when I was younger. I remember uh, when I started off first at Munster, I think my first couple of trial games, um, I remember I used to get earaches and I used to get sick. I used to be very bad coming up to the game. And I kind of knew that was a way for me to be ready, but I knew that I wouldn't be able to last at that. I wouldn't be able to get sick every every game. It just it just physically, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. So eventually I kind of just got through that phase or that kind of patch where I was I was getting sick and I was getting I was just overthinking games, overthinking selection. Um, whereas now I, I kind of, not that I wouldn't be nervous, I think it's, it's more excitement than nerves now, but I... There is there is that still bit of nerves or expectation that you you have to perform on the on the big stage and I think um, I've handled that a lot better now than, than I did when I was younger. And after Leinster game, there's a tweet from uh, Ronald O'Gara. I'm sh- I'm sure someone would have pointed it out to you, but uh, he said, "Well done, Fanine. Just a new breed of animal we've all been dying to see." What did you, how did you feel when you saw that? Yeah, look, it's it's uh, Ronald O'Gara. Like this fellow, you've always you've always. Uh, you know, I've always looked up to it. Was, it was a pretty special moment, but at the same time, you've got to get on with it. Like, it's once once Sunday comes to that week, it's it's a new week, and you just you just got to put everything that happened last week uh, in the background. I think if you kind of dwell on those performances, I think it just it messes up your season, it messes up your next week. I think you just got to, you got to park it. I had a decent enough performance. I was happy with it, but I think there was just one or two moments that kind of stood out, and I got a lot more credit than I was probably than I should have. But I think, uh, yeah, it was... It was a special moment getting a mention from him, especially when you would have watched him for years when we were younger, yeah. And a huge weekend coming up now, Dragons in the Guinness Pro 14. Obviously, uh, everyone's on a bit of a high after qualifying for the quarterfinal of the Champions Cup, but it's a very important game now away in Wales. Well, as I say, I think you've got to park those big wins. I think at the weekend, we struggled in certain parts and we got the win. It was a tough It was a tough game with, on, on the lads, but I think... If you dwell on those weeks, I, I think it just carries into your performances. So for us, when when uh, the Irish guys are away in camp, I think it's it's a massive opportunity for myself or, or other lads just getting a chance. I think there's there's a lot of young fellas there going to be get a chance this weekend, and it'll be massive for our season if, if we can get a good way uh, away win. It's good momentum into the break. I think it sets us up nicely in the Pro 14, and I think. For us, I think we just got to keep the momentum going, especially when when our leaders are away, that other fellas step up and and the younger guys get a chance and they really they really show show what they can do. And for yourself breaking into the team, 
uh, initially, I suppose, under Razzi, and then when Johan came in, how was uh, how was Johan with with younger players like yourself? Yeah, I, I met Johan very early on uh, this season. I think we kind of we set out a, f- a few goals and a few plans uh, for me, especially things I needed to improve on as a player, especially a young player. I think I was there physically. I, I felt that I was fit enough and I was strong enough, but I again the line has kind of let me down. I need to be. I need to be better. I need to be able to call. I need to be a better leader and liner, and that was something I need to improve on. But I think, um, yeah, Johan's been very good. One of ones. His door is always open, as he always says. But he, he, I've I've met him a few times. Just uh, for the younger guys, I think it's easier for them to know that they can they can come and talk to the head coach, and if they have any questions, I think it's it's very important as a young player coming up that you can ask these these fellas that you're trying to impress, you're trying to get them to select you, that you can go ask them and, and ask them, how how do I actually get in the team? Johan's door is always open and you can go and, and chat to him about, about selection or you can talk to him about how do you improve and how do you get into the team. And I think he's been very good to give fellas, fellas a chance and give fellas an opportunity. Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast. For more, go to munsterrugby.ie or subscribe to Monster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes.